it's a tough close because it's like one of those things that when you buy, you want it to be perfect. Hey, check this out. So I got a slightly different episode for you guys today. I have some very interesting friends. And what I noticed is that despite the verticals that we're in, there are some things that are consistent despite the business. And that's what I wanted to highlight with these type of interviews. So it's a little bit of a different change of pace from where Derek and I are breaking down a specific topic. Rather, I'd like to kind of pop in periodically and share either through text or me popping in on post editing like this, uh, part of a one-way conversation with some of my great business friends. So I hope you enjoy these type of segments. Uh, we'll be popping these in occasionally. It's a different way for us to pop into these conversations and have takeaways that we can apply to our business today despite the vertical that we're in. Hope you enjoy. So the guy's you know, poo-pooing on seaplane flying. He's like, you know, I land on the lake and then so what? I go, well, what do you mean so what? He goes, oh, I just, I didn't think it was all that fun. I was like, I don't think you were doing it right, man. He says, well, you know, you can only do so much. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like you land an airplane on a piece of water and then you pull up to a restaurant in the water and that doesn't change your life. And he wasn't doing all of the fun stuff. So I think there's something. <laughs> Could you imagine if somebody came to you and said, yeah, like I tried your mom's cooking. It wasn't all that. <laughs> like bro that's, that's that's like fighting words like what are you talking about <laughs> in this short video with gary we're going to talk about things like business implementation affecting the use case leveraging content to fix bottlenecks in your process and how to listen to your <laughs> prospects behavior more than their words yeah, no check this out mm -hmm. Yeah, um, TikTok definitely got the the biggest one. I got a couple that are close to a million, and I got one that went to like four point six million. Um, yeah, <laughs> and then uh, YouTube. I I think I've I know I have one over a hundred hundred thousand um, relative to the product, and I think I got another one that's at like fifty or sixty thousand views. But last last year in total, I think I did twenty million impressions across all the stuff that I did. I think uh, first I'll say I enjoy it. So I, I do enjoy creating content. It's it's part of it is fun for me. Some of it is not fun for me, but part of it's fun for me. If I can find a way to make creating content easy, that's that's when it's fun. Sometimes I get a big idea and then I go to execute on it and it can be a little bit difficult and I never get that finished product out and you can't beat yourself up about that. So you know the the short way to say how do I how do I leverage it is just I get an idea in my head and most of it is um, objections or or bottlenecks in a process that I keep running into and I will I'll take that bottleneck and I'll turn it into a video and that way as those bottlenecks come up I can insert that video into my process and that will help a prospect to it'll help me save time because i you know it reduces if you have that piece of content you can reduce you know a 10 minute process to you know your effort 30 seconds for example every time i get in the airplane i have to give somebody the, the same 10 minute spiel about the airplane we talk about how to get in how to get out we talk about some of the uh, emergency systems 
And then we talk about how some of the electrical and power systems in the airplane. And I've done a, I've done 108 demo flights this year so far. So map that out. That's, you know, 600 and 680 minutes or, or yeah, or I'm sorry. Let me, let me, it was, it's, uh, I mean, 1,080 minutes, which is um, 18 hours. 18 hours of my life this year. In a plane with a, with a prospect saying the exact same thing, that's 10 minutes. So this 10-minute thing is taking up 18 hours of my life. So this project that I'm working on now is getting that 10-minute spiel in a video. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to, as I have prospects that sign up for demos, when I confirm their demo, we already have a few emails that go out to them. And this is going to be another one. Watch this 10 minute video before your demo flight. And what that's going to do is it's going to save me. It won't save me 10 minutes, but it might save me eight. Did you watch the video? Yes. Excellent. Well, Here's how you open. Here's how you close. Here's the parachute, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're going to go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start the checklist and fuel pumps on. And that just getting somebody there, like not having to provide the background on that context, it saves me a lot on this. Now that's, that's an operational saving, but on the, I have, I have a feeling it's going to help me on the sales side too, because some people watch a video once some people watch a video until they understand everything in it. And I have a feeling that the people that are in some sort of genuine evaluation of the product, they're going to want to understand, they're going to want to sit and absorb, pay attention to every single part of that video. And I'm going to pick up on things that some people are paying attention to and some people aren't. I think that some people that just want to get in the air and have a demo flight and you know get the picture for the instagram like i can already pick those people out to begin with but i think that's going to be another layer to validate my suspicions that they're not genuinely considering the product and i think that somebody that is genuinely considering the product you start telling that person here's what these systems look like here's how they operate and here's why we check them and here's how we check them and here's safety systems that are involved and you know, here's how they, here's how we check them. Here's how we, you would use them. They're going to be able to rattle off those answers as I'm going through this. And I'll be able to kind of use that as a, ah, this person is, is actually, this person's in this thing with me. They're in genuine evaluation mode. I think it'll be, uh, and usually I kind of have to, when, when you, when you throw somebody in a learning environment, they're a different person. They're, they're not necessarily, uh, I always, uh, there's a phrase that I heard a long time ago. It says that air, uh, the inside of the airplane is the worst classroom on the planet. Like when you're in the plane is the worst place to learn. So imagine like you're going in an airplane and then you've never flown this thing before. You know, it's different than anything that you've ever flown before. You've never landed on the water. Everything is new. And when you're in an environment that everything is new, your, your brain's in a different place and everybody enjoys it. So you can't necessarily just use the enjoyment factor as a qualifier. Nobody thinks they're in the market for this. And the people that think they're in the market, I, I kind of don't, I, I very much, I listen to people, but I listen to their behavior more than I listen to their words. 
And uh, if your behavior says that you're not buying anything, then you're not buying what I'm selling, you know? And, and so, and that that's not a disqualifier. It's just, you're not buying anything. If you're not buying anything, that's not a personal thing. It's not personal on me. It's like, you're literally not buying anything. So how, like, so that's, I do a lot of, um, uh, self-qualifying with prospecting, like I'm, or with my prospects, I'm not necessarily, um, uh, I'm, I'm not disqualifying people, but I'd be like, you know, tell me why you think you're a good fit. You know, so if I'm listening to you and you're saying you've got your life set up perfectly and, you know, you've optimized everything and then suddenly my product gets into your atmosphere and you want to see if you can fit it into, into your ecosystem. Like, that's great. I'm, I'm honored. Like, thank you so much for your consideration. Here's the problem. There's 4 billion things you could have bought. And you, I'm convinced that some of them are attractive to you and you're not incorporating those things either. Why is it that this is what you've decided you're going to co- incorporate into your life? I need, I need to know that because at some point when, especially when I get to that, like 5% where people have to jump into the unknown, where that little bit comes out, I have to know that that's not going to be an objection. And if it is, I have to be able to, I have to be prepared to handle it. Um, so now I'm just following up with all my demos, the ones that have actually like responded positively down the funnel and people that I feel like I've got near-term objections I can solve and go. Of course, I got to like demonstrate that I'm here to handhold and help them and then and empathize with that too. It's just you, nobody needs this thing that I sell unless you don't want to feel like you're living. So, <laughs> you know, if, but if that is you, if this thing makes you feel like you're alive and um, you want to incorporate it into your life and then we get to the brass tacks of how and there's a lot of unknown and I can cover like 90, 95% of that unknown. It's never 100%, but then eventually the prospect realizes that it's not 100% and they got to overcome that last 5% on their own. And if you've shown that you're going to support them, you're going you're gonna to help them solve problems as they come up, then then they trust you. And usually it's a little bit easier from that point. Yeah. And it's, for me, it's more like, where am I going to keep it? Where am I going to use it? Am I going to enjoy it as much as I think I'm going to enjoy it? And so I say, yeah, you can do it here. I had one guy go, um, this is last week, sitting in the lobby, the airport where I was waiting for a demo to show up. Demo shows up. There's another pilot in the lobby and he goes, Oh, is that your icon out there? And I said, no, I yeah, it's it's mine today. I'm a sales director. I'm gonna be flying this guy. And he goes, yeah, I used to have a seaplane. Then I got bored. It's kind of like you know, I can land on the water. So what? And I'm like, so what do you mean? So what? Like <laughs> you're bored? What I told? And usually I'm not like abrasive with people because um because I just don't enjoy like um. I, you know, I, I'm not going to argue with a perfect stranger. It's like, okay, you know, have a nice day with your misconceptions, but I'm with a prospect and he's like poo pooing. The guy in the lobby is like poo pooing on seaplane flying. And so, so now I'm like, okay, I got to like have a little charisma, a little bravado here. It's cause I can't look bad before we go flying. And he goes, 
he, so the guy's you know poo-pooing on seaplane flying he's like you know i land on the lake and then so what and i go well what do you mean so what he goes i oh, just i didn't think it was all that fun i was like i don't think you were doing it right man i think there's something <laughs> i think you missed and he goes he says well you know you can only do so much and i'm like what are you talking about like you land an airplane on a piece of water and then you pull up to a restaurant on the water and that doesn't change your life and he wasn't doing all of the fun stuff so I start getting into, you know, all the fun stuff. He says, there's nowhere to use it around here. I go, are you kidding me? And so I start rattling off stuff. And um, I'm not overcoming his objections as much as I'm not letting him future cast or inception these ideas into my prospect's head, you know, because the prospect doesn't have the perspective that I do. And my my perspective is this thing is um, like this thing is a crazy, wild, stupid amount of fun. And I can use it all day and still not do everything that I wanted to do with it. Um, and that was, so the last thing I wanted was somebody that tried seaplane flying and didn't think it was fun or think that there was enough to do to like put that idea in my prospect's head. That's a you problem. But it was good because after, after I did the flight with the prospect, the guy goes, I don't know what that guy in the lobby was talking about. Like he was not doing it right. <laughs> so he was like, we're landing on the water and he's losing his mind. He's like, what is he talking about? This is landing on the water is everything. Come on. Come on.